And that's not reality, and that's not how real life works. And talking about coming from doctorate school, where, you know, I, I graduated summa cum laude, you know, I had a 3.9 GPA coming out. And then, you know, that, that held me back. And for anybody who is in the healthcare field, you know, it's that, that perfectionist part of you that you really need to look at and question, or even if you're just a high performer, because some people are like that. Hey, it's Wei, and you're listening to Untethered and Prosperous, the podcast where we focus on the two biggest things passionate, purpose-driven entrepreneurs need to untether to become wildly prosperous and successfully happy. And those two huge anchors are bad money stories and chronic self-sabotage. So what we do is have real and inspiring conversations with amazing entrepreneurs who have done just that. So get ready to get untethered and get prosperous. Hey, it's Wayne. Welcome to another episode of the Untethered and Prosperous podcast, where it's all about helping high-achieving, purpose-driven entrepreneurs such as yourself to untether from your anchors, limiting beliefs, uh, self-sabotaging uh, patterns, and bad money stories so that you can create a more prosperous life. And I'm super excited about our guest today because one, he has an amazing name, but he's also very, very purpose-driven, has been doing some really good work, and I can't wait to share all about him. His name is Dr. Todd Strong. How cool is that, right? And let me share a little bit about him before I bring him on because after struggling with his own health and weight issues growing up, he realized that he didn't have access to the healthcare and information he needed to take care of himself well. And what is interesting about that is that most of us who are on this journey of creating a more optimal life have come to that realization that our support system around healthcare is lacking in so many different ways. And that was one of his biggest motivation, aside from his own journey, to do what he does today. He's been on an ongoing journey to understand the human body and has a passion to help others heal and live strong lives. You guys got that? Strong lives from Dr. Strong, right? Now, Dr. Strong is a certified functional medicine practitioner based online, so he can be accessed and, and, and help others all over the world. His comprehensive training as an applied kinesiologist, functional medicine practitioner, board-certified chiropractor, and chiropractic neurologist, I feel like there should be even more. <laughs> it's not enough. <laughs> Provides unique knowledge that represents or presents each patient with a comprehensive, personalized treatment plan. He has a proven track record of helping patients get well from issues such as, you ready? Multiple sclerosis, autoimmune disease, chronic fatigue, hormonal issues, weight issues, and even depression and anxiety. So he's so much more than your typical doctor. He's a functional dude. So anyway, enough about me talking about him. Let's bring him on. Dr. Todd Strong, welcome to the show. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for having me. Yeah, very excited to kind of share my my knowledge and my experience through the entrepreneurial world as well. And uh, I'm really looking forward to just, you know, sharing my story, letting people know that there is hope and just kind of what they can achieve. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many stories that I know in your journey that, you know, even before we 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 started this particular episode, like when we first met and started talking, 
I was just amazed by all the different experiences that you brought to the table to kind of like was part of your inspiration, right? So before we dive into that, we want to make sure that we set the context so our audience has an idea of how you define what it means to become untethered, not only from a, as a human being or for your business, but also from a life perspective, and then also what it means to become prosperous. So, so for you, uh, Dr. Strong, what, what, how would you define from an entrepreneurial and a functional medicine specialist, what does it mean to become untethered? Yeah, that's a great question. And so one of the things that I think coming from an extremely small town and, you know, uh, mm -hmm. we just got gas stations probably like three years ago. And um, <laughs> so just to give context to the audience, like I know you're moving, but where, where, how small is your town? Where, where are you at right now currently? Yeah. So I moved back to a, where I grew up, which is called Salina, Tennessee. And uh, probably when I was growing up, it, it was around 1500 people. And now there's probably <laughs> 2500 people, you know, so we've grown a lot uh, since then. And now you have a gas station. <laughs> yeah, now we have gas stations. It's great. Uh, so you don't have to go 45 minutes to get gas anymore. It's really convenient. Uh, but grew, grew up there. And uh, one of the things that I would say that kind of like kept me tethered down, especially just coming from a smaller area, is that uh, my beliefs were limited to my surroundings and who I was, um, mm. you know, my friends and my family. And I feel like that mm -hmm. held me down for, you know, quite a while, but I always had this mm -hmm. passion and this curiosity to go and learn more. Uh, I'm the first in my family mm -hmm. to graduate from college and I'm the first in my family to wow. actually uh, earn a doctorate as well, obviously. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, it's uh, each point in my life, uh, especially when I was younger and overweight, has kind of led me to overcoming certain beliefs that I had about uh, my right. reality. And this constantly challenge, uh -huh. challenging those beliefs has helped me grow as an individual uh, in my life, but also right. in the entrepreneurial and healthcare field as well. Yeah. So I love what you shared there, which is basically... And it's interesting because not everybody sees that disparity because from what I understand, you you had quite a few opportunities for like a culture shock of what is that really out there? Because a lot of people I know, even in my in my t hometown where I grew up, though, it's not like it wasn't as small as yours. It's like the heart of Silicon Valley. So it's not really all that small. But still, you can tell when someone has never traveled out. And they haven't seen the world, right? And 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 they stay in the same kind of town. And you go talk to them; it's like a whole different, it's a whole different type of conversation, right? So you, so so what what was your introduction? I mean, how did you you went? You said you went to Atlanta at one point. Yeah. So uh, when I was uh, probably around twelve, I was around two hundred pounds. So I actually weighed more mm -hmm. when I was twelve than I do now. Just kind of like give you my whole backstory. Wow. And you know, just holy cow. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, you know physically it was one thing, but also mentally it was uh, another. Mm -hmm. uh, just uh, especially being in a small town, and you know there was like bullying and harassing and just different things. And then oh, I, wow, I made yeah. the decision to actually take control of it. And in a summer, I lost 40 pounds. And that was from my eighth grade year wow. to my freshman year in high school. 
And one, nice. of, one of the observations I had was, you know, two months I was gone and then I come back to school and everybody's like, who are you? Like, what, what happened? You know? And uh, they're like, you like half the size you were before. And, you know, girls start talking to you and then you just get like this big, confidence uh, boost, you know? And so uh, yeah, that really helped me with my, my confidence and understanding sure. how being healthy, uh, not only physically, but mentally is such a key aspect to uh, just overall right. health, right? Yeah. So that's kind of like your origin story, right? Because <laughs> every superhero has an origin story, and your origin story was basically you start two hundred pounds at twelve years old, and then you you left for a couple months, or was a couple, months, and then you came back a totally different person, right? You you did a massive transformation. Yeah, yeah. What, do you think? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Do you think that was like kind of like the beginning of your journey to why you do what you do today? Yeah, 100%. I think that that was kind of my first introduction into, you know, health in general. So that really sparked my interest. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it started getting getting into working out. And then once I mm -hmm. uh, graduated um, high school, I went to um, Tennessee Tech in Cookville, Tennessee. And I started out in nursing. I started out in exercise science. You know, I kind of jumped around mm -hmm. and I was actually going to go mm -hmm. to medical school. And then I yeah. ended up getting injured at a CrossFit gym at CrossFit Mayhem, uh, where I was coaching at the time. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't lift my arm above my shoulder. And oh, wow. I went to a chiropractor and I got one adjustment and it was almost instant pain relief. And I was a scribe at a family oh. medicine clinic there. And the only thing that they could give me was a pill. You know, there was really no other right. things that they offered. And I was like, no, right. I'm okay. I don't want to do that. And chiropractic, it was like one adjustment. And I was, I could sleep. And I was like, you know, my pain was reduced by almost 70%. Wow. And so that's what led me to moving to Atlanta to pursue a career as a chiropractor because it was more mm -hmm. health-oriented and philosophy and just more of a, a holistic standpoint of health in general. And so moved to Atlanta right. and, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, at grad right. Atlanta. So what was it, what was it like going to Atlanta for the first time coming from a 1500 person town. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, even Cookville, Tennessee, you know, that was uh, around like 30,000 people. And that was just uh -huh. uh, a very big cultural shock. And then you moved to Atlanta, which is, you know, I think around like 2 million or something. And it was just it was right. constant anxiety, if I'm being totally honest. You know, I mean, when you go from, right. you know, <laughs> a dirt gravel road to seven lanes of traffic, it's uh, it's very, very anxiety driven. Plus, you know, just the cultural standards yeah. there are, are way different yeah. uh, from a small town USA. Yeah. And so it was, it was good. It was very good for my growth. It was something that, of course, I had a lot of anxiety and uncertainty about. But now it's led me to where I am today, for sure. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because, you know, when we talk about growth, especially in the world of entrepreneurship and personal development, there's always a concept of continuously finding comfort and discomfort, like stretching, right? Allowing yourself to stretch. I mean, even though I, 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 was, I grew up in Cupertino, which is... Um, it's not exactly a small town, but it's the heart of it, it's it's considered more of a sleepy town in terms of people go home to Cupertino to sleep. 
and then they leave Cupertino to go to work, even though it's in Silicon Valley. So when I went to UCLA to go to LA, huge culture shock as well. It's so much more hustle and bustle, so many more distractions that um, I, I, you know, I don't know if there was a lot of anxiety, but more so like massive, uh, almost um, like shiny object syndrome every other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that created its own whole host of problems. But yeah, I, I, I kind of get it. But I again, I didn't grow up in a 1500 person test. So that must have been like just a huge I mean, just to be able to kind of overcome that anxiety that you've you must have had to untether from a whole host of beliefs in terms of how the world actually is yeah yeah exactly uh you know you're you're introduced to so many different uh ideologies and philosophies when going from you know Mm -hmm. like i said 1500 people to um you know almost 2 million i think that's right i don't know if that's right or not but anyways um you know (laughs) a lot of people right yeah yeah but you know you see different life philosophies you see different uh financial philosophies you see different like Mm -hmm. core value philosophies that different people have and how they conduct Mm -hmm. themselves and uh the Mm -hmm. great thing was is that you could learn and take from everybody and kind of blend yourself into you know what you found valuable from all of these people and so maybe you know untethering myself if you will from um, my beliefs or maybe even my standards or values that I had before to adopt new ones that mm. were more, I would say, uh, valuable in, in for me mm-hmm. in order to achieve and become the person that I had envisioned myself to be, right? I kind of always right. think about my life as a storybook. And if I started at yeah. the end and kind of wrote, you know, like the conclusion of yeah. what I would like it to look like, and then it's you know, uh-huh. working backwards on so here, probably like the core values and, uh, you know, philosophies that that person would have. Yeah. You know, and, and I love what you're saying there, because I think so many people find themselves stuck because they're unwilling to reexamine their core values that they grew up with. Right. Which were indoctrinated into us by our society, our culture, our family, our surroundings. And I think the the beautiful thing about people who travel or are willing to travel to something that opens up the uh, gives them a broader spectrum of perspective right in terms of the world around them it introduces an opportunity for despite the anxiety or the kind of like the oh my god what's happening that you at least can see that oh there's a bigger world than what i grew up with right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, just from, I would say, like a money standpoint, you know, you've got, mm-hmm. um, I mean, probably around here, you see like horse, horses and wagons running around, but you know, it's like, you go to Atlanta and you're, you see Lambos and everything else. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, understanding like, how is that even possible was a, a very big question for me. <laughs> like, how do you make that yeah. much money? How, how are people that abundant, right? Because, you know, right. in a small town, it was very scarcity mindset. Like you, you grew your own food, mm-hmm. you went hunting and fishing and you like kind of fed yourself. Right. Uh, you know, I grew up with that for a yeah. long time. And so just self-providing uh-huh. um, was kind of, you know, the way of life more so than it was you have sure. this income and then you can just buy whatever you need, right? So. That was that was right, definitely right. a different perspective for sure. 
Oh, I I bet, and it's interesting. It'd be so fascinating. And, and with that, let's let's transition to the next definition. That so so with that experience, how how would you define what it means to be prosperous? Then I mean, it's probably a lot different than what you grew up with. But now, having experienced what you've experienced in the world, how do you define what it means to become or to be prosperous? Uh, so I think.、Um... This is this is always constantly evolving for me, you know, as I as I learn more. But <laughs> being yeah, being prosperous, I, I think most of it is、uh, my ability to help more people and my ability、mm. to necessarily charge more for my services because I create a lot、mm-hmm. of value for people being able、mm-hmm. to you know raise my prices or provide more value or provide、mm-hmm. more experience or expert、mm-hmm. knowledge. And you know whether、mm-hmm. it is hormonal health, autoimmunity, gut health, whatever it is.、Um, mm-hmm. So I think that there are are several ways I look at it.、Um, and then having、mm-hmm. like better relationships, you know. So like the the big three I think、right. are are the key take key takeaways. So with my health, you know, being able to you know work out and walk up a hill without getting、mm-hmm. winded. To have endless energy、right. throughout the day, to not suffer from <clears throat> brain fog or fatigue,、um, and then、mm-hmm. you know financially being able to work with people that are passionate about their health and you know that、mm-hmm. uh, really value my services and my time and will、sure. really listen,、uh, and then you know obviously、uh-huh. the third one is my relationships, just being surrounded by. People who are willing to, you know, share and help me grow with their ideologies and philosophies as well.、Mm-hmm. I love that you brought in the three pillars, and I think this is where a lot of people sometimes forget to include in their definition what it means to be prosperous. Because a lot of times, you know, most society will say prosperous. Okay, yeah, a million dollars looks like okay, great, but that's just one tiny sliver of your entire life,、yeah. right? And and I love how you talked about money. It's like that you are duly rewarded, and that the more people you help, the more. And the more money flows into your world, which I love that as well. And then also including your health, and and where where you would like that to be. And so that basically addresses it all. So if you're listening to this and you are thinking about how you're defining your pros, take notes because the reality is, a, a prosperous life is one that includes the at least the three main pillars of health and work and career or business. And then, as well as your relationships, which is super important, because if you are in a toxic relationship, yeah, guess what? It's going to affect the other two. One hundred percent, right? For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, tell us where you are at now. Now that we know a little bit about your journey and what you what you did to become untethered and the definition of prosperous life, tell us about your prosperous life today. <laughs> Yeah, so I've actually I'm no longer doing physical practice. I'm 100% online,、mm-hmm. which I'm very happy to say. And, Love that.、Uh, I've been able to kind of escape the rat race, rat race that is、uh, the healthcare industry,、mm-hmm. um, because I do、mm-hmm. have you know such good track record and testimonials of working with more complex cases and, and getting people. Better,、um, and I love the,、mm-hmm. the individualized care plans and the individualized care model because you know,、right. uh, for me, it's seeing each and everyone as、uh, a unique individual. Because 
your biochemistry is going to look a lot different than mine and mine is going to look a lot different than yours. Right. Just like, um, and that's what I have to tell my patients because there is no one size fits all for each individual. It is a very mm-hmm. complex world, dem- you know, ge- geographically, uh, demographically, like food-wise, genetics. There are so many factors that kind of play mm-hmm. into that. And having a lot of really right. good objective evidence to say, this is what's going on with you, and here is like how we correct it. Because a lot of the times I feel like people just kind of throw, you know, um, throw everything uh, at it, you know, supplement-wise or whatever mm-hmm. it may be, and hopefully something sticks, yeah. right? And then it's like, I'm taking 10 different supplements, <laughs> I feel better, but I don't know which one it is, right? Um, <laughs> so uh, basically, we just, I just am 100% online, um, you know, I give text message access to all of my clients, so I'm very personalized, uh-huh. um, you know, we do voice messaging, I love it, you know, they can ask me something, right. don't have to wait six months to, to talk to your doctor again, you know, which is just right. great, the great place. Um, but otherwise, I'm moving. I am moving to Florida, uh, so very excited about nice. that. Uh, very look, looking forward to some warmer weather and some beach time. That's always important right. to me. Right. Uh, and I've just been able yeah. to take that take that leap in my life. Um, just you know, right. really expanding and opening up my beliefs and you know, connecting with individuals. Uh, so that's, mm-hmm. that's just kind of where it's at. You know, the entrepreneurial journey yeah. uh, was pretty rough at first. Yeah. You know, it's taken me probably four years to get here, to be honest. And, uh, uh-huh. now I feel just, like that this is right. Well, in the grand scheme of thing, four years is really not a lot of time, right? You're still, you're still young and you're still kind of like, you know, help, and you're already helping a ton of people. So you know, I, I think so many people think that, you know, the, the the glitz and glam of being an entrepreneur is like, you have a great idea, you go out there, you should hit it overnight. I was like, yeah, good luck. <laughs> good luck with that belief. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's that's something while we do programs now, or I do programs, because it's not one of those things that, oh, here's, here's this protocol, or here's a supplement, and then you're done, right? A lot of it's right. coaching, you know, and that's what I've kind of changed yes. my model to is that you need somebody because what's what's the one problem everybody has as humans it's accountability right like having somebody hold you to a standard because right um i I like jordan belford you know it's like straight line this is more like sales but it's like straight line uh the talk like Mm -hmm. how do you get from point a to point b and what i tell everybody is that you know if you're wanting to get from point a to point b a straight line the fastest way to get there whether it's weight loss, whether it's hormones, whether it's resolving your fatigue, or just, you know, being healthier in general, imagine that that straight mm-hmm. line, and then I'm like guardrails on the on either side of that. So when you start veering mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. of that line, I'm there to like push you, to help guide you, not, not push you, but guide you back to that straight line. Right. <laughs> so that you're getting from point A to point B as fast as you possibly can. And that's right. what I would see is, you know, and that's where I've learned in my model. You know, sometimes I'll be like, hey, here's what's wrong with your cortisol and your DHEA. Here's a protocol. And then, you know, right. they, it would be like the first month, like, yeah, like I'm feeling great. And then, you know, it would be like two or three months later, people would fall off the wagon, like everybody right. typically right. does with weight loss or whatever it is. 
So adding in, you know, like a coaching program has been phenomenal Mm -hmm. for for my business and just for my patients as well. No, I think think that is an absolutely brilliant way to do it because you're right. People, what you're doing is you're introducing a new paradigm of reality that they didn't grow up with, that wasn't part of their 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 system of existence and so so when you first introduce it it's not going to be integrated yet. it's not going to be wired in yet and that coaching component so valuable and i think it's so needed even in and i wish you know the your your, your traditional western medicine would incorporate more of that so we stop being kind of like a post-mortem approach on challenges that we're that people are dealing with in, in terms of health right so what so so what I love about this evolution that you're going through that this journey in, as an entrepreneur has afforded you the ability to finally move out of the small town and go to where you want to go and and I think a, I think a big challenge a lot of people who grew up in a small town is that they feel like they can't afford to leave the small town where as what you've created for yourself in terms of your prosperous path is the ability to do so so what do you think was the biggest untethering or them oh, what i like to call is untetherment which is not even a real word but it is in my world <laughs> uh, uh, that that needed to happen for you to have created the success that you're enjoying today uh i think one of the biggest issues with is belief in myself to be honest you know mm. um Mm-hmm. is just knowing that I could do it because, um, you know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the things with, I find that if I procrastinate, it's because it's a fear of failure. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. overcoming that fear of failure and that acceptance of failure, and it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I think I was reading Alex Hormoz's book and he was talking, he had a quote in there from Jeff Bezos yeah. and he was talking about a baseball game. And, you know, it's like yeah. the baseball, if you hit a home run, the maximum that you can score is like four runs. Uh, but in, right. in the business or entrepreneurial side, if you hit a home run, it has like a thousand X potential. And so I probably skipped right. just a little bit there. But, you know, it's like it, you'll never hit the home run if you never swing. Right. And then the great right. thing about the entrepreneurial world is that if you hit a home run, it has a thousand X potential. It's not just limited to four runs. And so it's like sometimes right. you just have to go and swing for the fences and, you know, it just, it pays mm-hmm. off, but you can't be afraid to swing. You can't let that fear of failure hold you back. And, and right. you know, because life goes on, yeah. you know, it's like it all right. does. And one, another thing I think I had to untether myself from is the, like, what if kind of scenarios, like, what if this happens? What if this happens? And mm-hmm. learning how to respond appropriately to like scenarios mm-hmm. and taking feedback and just kind of reiterate mm-hmm. my belief or my philosophy has been instrumental to getting me to this point. Right. No, I, I, and I totally agree. I love everything that you said there in terms of, you know, it's like even what Wayne Gretzky said, right? You're going to miss a hundred percent of the shots you never take, right? <laughs> um, and, and but I th- you're right, that fear of failure, and it's so interesting because this is what I always tell my clients and my students is that, you know, we learn nothing from our successes except that it's proof that we learned from our failures. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so, without failure, we cannot learn. 
Yeah. <laughs> we learn everything from our failures, right? Right. And so the fear of that means your fear of learning about what needs what you need to do to evolve and grow. Yeah. And I think I think it was Robert Kiyosaki who was saying that, you know, that's what's wrong with the standard educational model now. It's that if you fail yep. in school, it is such it is Oh, you're punished. Yeah, it's so looked down upon. And that's not reality yeah. and that's not how real life works. And talking about coming from doctorate school where, you know, I, I graduated <laughs> summa cum laude, you know, I had a 3.9 GPA coming out. And then, uh -huh. you know, wow. that, that held me back. And for anybody who is in the healthcare field, you know, it's that, that perfectionist part of you that you really need to mm -hmm. look at and question, or even if you're just a high performer, because some people are like that. But, you know, because it's yeah. like if I fail once, you know, like, oh, man, like the whole world is going to collapse. But in, in <laughs> real world or the, in business, it, it doesn't work like that at all. It's quite the opposite. You know, it's it's that right. one one passing, you know, uh, or that one like uh -huh. new offer or whatever it is that really skyrockets you and shows you the success. So it's funny how those, yeah. those no, things I are the opposite. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I mean, we forget that, you know, as 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 an infant, we we fell like we failed or fell like at least 300 times before we finally learned how to walk. They did a kind of like a study around that. And then for some reason, we just kind of weaned ourselves out of that that attachment to or we became attached to not failing again. So, OK, well, I already failed 300 times to walk, so I should never fail again in my life. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right. So very cool. Well, congratulations across all fronts. So what's next for you uh, in terms of the business? I know you're moving to Florida, and so it's probably going to open up a whole host of opportunities for you as well. And now that you've gone fully virtual, what's next for you in terms of life, business, and what do you feel would be the next big untethering for that to happen? What's your vision 12 months, 12 or 24 months down the road for you and your business? Yeah, so I guess I'll just start with my personal life. Um, mainly, it's uh -huh. just enjoying every minute of it. Uh, you know, uh, what a lot of my mentors say, you know, don't build a business that you're going to hate. Build a business that you're going to love, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, mm -hmm. even even if it's it's not as successful, as long as you're comfortable and you're happy doing it, that can do a lot for you. So, you know, I feel like my love business that. has allowed me the opportunities to enjoy my personal life because now it's kind of I can mm -hmm. travel and do the things that I've always aspired to do in my personal life because mm -hmm. I didn't get to travel growing up we didn't take vacations we didn't have the ability to go see the world and now I've created right. the ability to do that through my my business uh -huh. and the online platforms and yeah so I think that is just enjoying my life and you know spending it with good people, learning, always mm -hmm. constantly developing my philosophies and my story and changing it because it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be set in stone or concrete uh I think right. that's that's for me personally that's that's what I want uh and just constantly improving business wise uh so we are well, I am launching kind of like a a new program to show doctors and health professionals how to mm -hmm. transition online so that they can help more people, they can earn back more time, they oh, can nice. have more freedom. Uh, I'm still working with, with clients that, that come to me that are 
you know, they probably, so here, here's kind of like the, the standard people that I see. It's like they've been to their medical doctor, they've got all this blood work, they've got all these tests, and they're saying, mm-hmm. you, you're, there's nothing, there's no diagnosis for you, or it's like one of these other diagnoses, mm-hmm. like, I don't like arthritis, I don't like fibromyalgia, uh, because if, if mm-hmm. you break those terms down, it's like arthritis, it's like joint inflammation. But that doesn't tell you what's causing right. it. Do you have a bacterial infection, right. a parasite? Is it because you have leaky gut right. that's causing like an autoimmune response that attacks your joints? Fibromyalgia, right. it's like you have pain in the fibrous tissue. Well, what is causing that? Do you have dysbiosis? Do you have like, you know, mm-hmm. heavy metal toxicity? What is it? So I think breaking down, and that's mm-hmm. something breaking down those terminologies just kind of gets on on my nerves a little bit because it never really tells you what's going on mm-hmm. the root cause. Sorry for the rant. No, yeah, it's just a symptom. Yeah. 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 Let's fix the symptom. Let's fix the symptom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like the root cause and you all you always have to go back and develop like a new hypothesis and that's what I tell everybody. I'm like, I may not be right the first time, but my hypothesis will change each and every time. My belief right. of what is causing that will change as we get more objective data mm-hmm. as we try things out. Well, understand, do you have mm-hmm. like a gluten intolerance? Do you have a dairy intolerance? Do you mm-hmm. have a nightshade mm-hmm. intolerance? Like this, I just had a patient with hormonal acne that she had been struggling with, and it was it was mm. nightshades and starches. But she didn't realize wow. that. But the intuitive eating model that I teach my clients showed mm-hmm. her that if she ate nightshades and she ate starchy foods, her her acne would get worse. And, there, you know, there wasn't really mm. testing and there wasn't really a medical test or anything like that that could tell you that. Right. It was a reiteration over and over again of, you know, like a, a six uh-huh. to eight week journey that showed her this is what yeah. was causing inflammation. And that was just her. Like, it, wow. like I can eat nightshakes yeah. and, and starches, but I, and I don't have yeah. hormonal acne, but for her, for her right, right. biochemistry and genetics, it caused it, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, sorry. I love that. Yeah, sorry to rant again. But, uh, but yeah, it's just to help as, yeah. as many people as I can and just continue educating, mm-hmm. uh, getting more videos, getting mm-hmm. more content out, and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully just changing the world one life at a time. Uh, I think my favorite story, uh, if, if we're good on time, is um, mm-hmm. there was there's a story about this little girl and her dad was watching a football game and uh, she was wanting to play with her dad and, you know, he's trying mm-hmm. to focus on the game and uh, he rips out this page in the magazine of the world and tears it up into like, you know, a hundred pieces or whatever. And he, he says, mm-hmm. when you put this back together, then, uh, then I'll stop watching the game and play with you. And she's like, okay. And so she leaves and she goes, puts it back together and the dad is watching um, the game and she comes back two minutes later and she's, she's got this picture of the world and it's completed. And he's like, how, you know, he's expecting to be able to finish his game. And he's like, how did you finish that? And uh, she's like, well, there was a, a picture of a man on the back. And the little girl says, I figured if I just put the man together, the world would take care of itself. And so I think about that, uh-huh. that story a, a lot. Story. Yeah, I think about that a lot because you know it's easy to try to focus on everybody, but a lot of the times, if I feel like you have a compounding effect, that if you help one person, 
and they spread the message mm-hmm. to two people. They spread mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. it just compounds over mm-hmm. time, and that's what I've really noticed. Uh, so I know that if I focus on individuals and give them very high quality of care, the message mm-hmm. just continually spreads, and that's how I plan to take care of the world, bigger picture. Yeah, I love that. And this is probably why I know how you and I get along so well, because we have the same philosophy that we help one person become wildly prosperous and successful, especially those that actually want to help another human being or other human beings. Then the ripple effects are just amazing because then, for example, you would be able to help somebody that I would never have been able to touch because of the context of what it is that you do, right? The lens of and scope of how you help other people. So it's really cool. And I love that philosophy. And it's so beautiful, that story. I think I'm going to use that story at some point. Again <laughs> yeah, it's, it. it's a great. It's very like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's, yeah. I, was, I was told that I think probably my first year in school by one of my mentors. Mm. And it just, it just made sense, you know, and as I've kind of yeah. learned, yeah. you know, it's you, and I think that's entrepreneurship as well is that I think like you were saying, shiny object, object syndrome is such an issue and being able to really focus on yeah. things that matter to push the needle forward right. is something I struggled with because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I need to do this and I need to do that. And right. it's, it's really, it, the simpler you keep it, the better it is, 100%. Yeah. And keep yeah. attention. So speaking of struggle, what do you think would be that next untethering that needs to happen for you to really kind of up-level everything across the board, your business, your life, everything that got in terms of this next chapter that you're stepping into, moving to Florida and all that? What would be that next big untethering do you feel that's that you're working on so to speak yeah i think i think it's a i think part of it is is what i'm doing because i am i do have anxiety moving you know 700 miles to to a whole different Uh state to a whole different community and you know when i think about it i get super excited but there is that level of anxiety that is like do you want to leave your comfort zone do you do you want to leave what you just Mm. know right uh Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, you know, I think that sometimes you see stuff and it's just like people are saying, talking directly to you, like, yes, you need to do this. So I think my next mm-hmm. tethering process is becoming okay with making change and, and making a move and just knowing mm-hmm. and having confidence in myself that no matter what happens, I can adapt to mm-hmm. the situation and make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We often call that the confidence of having a clear monetization framework, which is basically, even if your business goes a heck in a handbasket, that that confidence of that, you can always create prosperity flow no matter where you go and whatever context and wherever you are in your life. So super cool. Yeah, that is a huge thing. And it, it may sound simple and a little bit like to people like, well, yeah, you just get over it, just move. It's like, but people don't realize you know, how, how deep that goes, especially depending on how you grew up and the context of how what you grew up in the environment that you grew up with, that could be a huge untethering that will make huge results. But again, it could be a little scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it definitely is. And that's what my biggest advice would be to anybody is that, it, you know, whether they're on their entrepreneurial journey is, you know, go out there and learn mm-hmm. how to adapt. Uh, you know, for most mm-hmm. the other day, he was talking about, 
the one thing that you should be worried about is just getting skills. Because if you have skills, you know mm -hmm. that you can always make it, whether it's learning how to market, whether it's sales, whether, you know, right. for, for us in the healthcare industry, it's having that doctorate or having that licensure to, to help people. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, mm -hmm. it's like having skills is one of the biggest assets that you have. Like, go learn something and go do something and just know that if you make a mistake, you can always recover from it. Um, and, you know, right. one of the biggest things that I've learned is that even though I have a doctorate or, you know, you, you get this, mm -hmm. like you were talking about, this entitlement of, you know, your, what is your title and what are your accolades? And, you know, nobody... Mm -hmm. Even though some people like kind of come to me for that, it really it really doesn't matter. It's can you help me? Can you like help me solve this issue right. that I'm going through right now? And you know, right. just because you I have that title or I have that those accolades doesn't mean that I would be successful. Right. As especially as an entrepreneur. Right. Now, now could I go work for somebody? A hundred percent. But for me, this right. entrepreneurial journey, it's like marketing and sales, you know, like since I've learned that, I feel like I, I can attribute, um, you know, to a bigger company or I could, you know, expand my mm -hmm. company even further just by learning those processes over the last yeah. three to four years. Yeah, no, I love that. You know, it's like kind of like people have the doctor who's like, yeah, fan me with your degree and I will heal. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah, not not at all. Uh, and I think that that is a limiting the belief that a lot of society has mm -hmm. is that, you know, this right. is one of my education processes is that you go to a doctor and you think that they make you better. Mm -hmm. It's not that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And that's where the coaching model comes right. from. It is... The the model okay. is it's ninety nine percent you, it's one percent us. Here's the mm -hmm. knowledge, right. have to apply it, right? In the medical model, exactly. that, that doesn't really work either because that model is a pharmaceutical and surgery based. It's not educational. Right. Here's you know the things you need to take action on it. Right. It's disempowering. It takes the power away from the human being to actually be able to do the work necessary for true profound healing. You know, to really truly get better. Right. It, it's, a, it's not getting to the root cause, really. <laughs> yeah, it's an easy way out. Like, it's a, it's a Band-Aid. The easiest yeah. way for me to describe it is, well, if you get a splinter and you just put a Band-Aid over it, it never really removes the splinter, right? It's a, <laughs> no. I mean, the body might eventually absorb it and just make it part of your own, but then do you really want that? <laughs> right, exactly. So if you're, if you're not pulling the right. splinter up and you're not addressing what's actually causing the inflammation and, you know, the pain. Right. So... Yeah. yeah, love that. That's a great metaphor. So, well, here's the thing is that um, uh, the, the audience is going to listen. And I mean, I can already think of a few people that I would like to have get in conversation with you. And if they're saying, oh, my God, I love what this guy is saying. I really want to know more and maybe even experience of what it means to work with Dr. Strong. How is it that people can get connected with you so they can experience you or get a taste of what it's like to work in your model of functional health? Yeah, so I have uh, my website is called the Strong. It's not. It's StrongHealthInstitute.com. So you can go there mm -hmm. and, and check out. Okay. I have some case studies, testimonials. Um, I've got mm -hmm. um, just you can like book a call. I do free consultations. So and I believe it has mm -hmm. outlined oh, okay. there like um, how yeah. my like model works. So you can kind of see. Uh, I have a very, Perfect. I'm not very good at tech and media, so I got to talk to you a little bit more about that. 
But uh, I just okay. like a, a YouTube channel that I'm looking at expanding uh-huh. now that I have more time. Uh, it has like a whole patient Beautiful. introduction webinar on there. It's like an hour long, so brace. But it explains wow. kind of yeah. like my systems of how I have found you have to correct certain body systems in order to to get patients uh-huh. well. Uh, but and then I'm yeah. on Facebook, uh, Todd Strong CFMP. If you want to look me up on there, I post okay. every day. I have a Facebook group. Perfect. You can come and join as well. Uh, Instagram, and I'm getting mm-hmm. on TikTok. I just went from, uh, nice. I started TikTok, and I went from like 90 people, and I woke up this morning, I had 180, and I was like, oh, man, I doubled. Like, awesome. Wow. But, I know. TikTok is quick. It gets viral quick if you just do right, the right piece of content. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. talking about thyroid issues and cortisol and then it was just, uh, it, it started yeah. blowing up, you know? So, uh, and that, that's what I'm nice. learning, right? Like I'm learning more about marketing and sales and um, yeah. those sorts of things. So, uh, but yeah, those Love are kind it. of the best ways uh, to get in contact with me. Just, okay. just message me on any of those platforms mm-hmm. and I'm more than happy to, to speak with you and um, connect, see how I can help. Perfect. I love it. So we're going to make sure that, so if you want to hit any of those links, they're in the description of this podcast below. So if you want to reach out, and I highly recommend that you do, uh, even if it's just to kind of get acquainted with what he, what he's doing so that, I mean, even if you're not struggling with something from a health perspective, I'm pretty sure you probably know somebody that does. So reach out and connect with Dr. Strong so that you can experience his very unique and very customized way of helping every human being receive a very unique process. There's no cookie cutter approach. I don't do it that way for my business. And it sounds like what I love is that you don't do it the same way in your business either. There is no cookie cutter approach. Every human being is different. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Thank you so much for sharing your story. This was awesome. This was amazing. Um, if you only knew what happened in the the blooper reel, but uh, you don't because you're hearing the actual final product, but appreciate your patience and all that. Um, again, Thank you so much. Appreciate you taking the time to do this because this is this is amazing. I'm so looking forward to what's going to unfold for you in the next chapter of your journey. Yeah, thank you for having me. This has been awesome. I really love uh, these discussions and I think they helped me with my own personal growth and everybody else as well. And we're just all here to get better. So yeah. thank you for doing this. And that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening because you listening is what inspires our guests and me to continue doing what we can to help untether and elevate more human beings to new heights of prosperous success. Now, if what you heard today inspired you to want to finally untether from the bad money stories or chronic self-sabotage behavior patterns that's been holding you back, then you'll want to join our exclusive members-only private podcast that dives deeper into the topics discussed here, along with more actionable strategies, tips, and trainings. Just click on the link in the description of this episode to find out more. Until next time.